Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. They come. Wait, wait. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode three. 140, and I'm here, as always, with the Feverish Fenero. Feverish just put his finger up, not the middle one, the one one, because I'm, I'm conflicted here too, Fenero, and I know why. It's like 340, 341, so Podbean told me <laughs> that we had 339 episodes posted. Mm. And I was like, have I been saying it wrong? <laughs> have I been doing it? What have I been... Well, let's just for, let's let's stick with three forty and call last week, which we also called three forty three thirty nine. So we did an we did two three forties. Yeah, I mean, who does that? It's like a one A one B. They're both valuable. <laughs> so, so a little reboot. We're redoing three forty. I guess <laughs> we're gonna redo the whole thing. All that context you heard last year, last week. <laughs> Holy cow! Hogwash. <laughs> Getting rid of it, starting over. Nice. And so what are we going to replace it with? <laughs> well, we got rookie. This is rookie draft month. We got them flying in. Uh, NFL's got 943 post NFL draft ADP up. And How many? 943? 943 post NFL wow. draft. Post NFL draft only. Um, Doesn't so seem like that many. I, they're rocking and rolling though. And, uh, and you and I have been in a few where we've conversed and, uh, uh, some names seem to be coming up consistently in the later rounds. We talked about round two and round three of our rookie drafts last week on episode 339 slash 340. And we're just talking about who we feel like we're in or out on at their current price. This is all going to change, like you said, pre-show swags. But there are names that are finding them finding themselves on my roster because of their value or lack thereof. Not I wonder. My I wonder what percentage of those rookie drafts we've been in because that just doesn't seem like that many. <laughs> you know, now that you so, mentioned it, I've been it. in all of them. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, now that you mentioned it, nine hundred and twenty-three doesn't sound like a lot, does it? Not when you're in like five simultaneously yourself. Not really. It makes me think <laughs> that we need to find ways to grow the dynasty landscape. Well, not everybody's on MFL, so that's true. That's that it. Makes me feel like there's ways we need to take out Sleeper. Ooh, I love that idea. So you're out on Sleeper. I have been. I don't me get too. it. Me too. Me too, man. It's too. amateur at best. Can I give you some... I, I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but I can Can I give you some real life in and outs? Like stuff I'm in... One thing I'm in on and one thing I'm out on because I have a rant that I want to kind of get into. Oh, man, a feverish rant as long yeah. as you don't like scream at me no 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 yelling no yelling man so so it's one early thing, <laughs> here in rookie feverville it is. so one thing i'm in on do you have wawa in michigan is that a burger place wawa burger wawa's like i, I don't know if we do i've never had wawa okay. i've heard of it somehow wawa's like a mini mart kind of you can go there for lunch but you could also get a bunch of snacks it's kind of like a mm. 7-eleven like a speedway okay. like one of those places sounds so, dirty <laughs> no, it's a nice place. They have electronic things you can order on. So they just introduced a cheeseburger. And at its value, I love it. Like, 
it's a really good cheeseburger for a place like Wawa. Like you, anyone who has a Wawa near them, check out the cheeseburger. The, the, the roll needs a little help. There's a little bit of help on the roll, but it's early. It's early. Out of the gate, it's a very good sandwich. So I would. I have, have a question because I, I just I don't know what kind of place we're at here. <laughs> How do you feel 45 minutes after you eat the Wawa burger? Oh, just fine. Just fine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's a very uh, thick burger as well. Like it's it's got some. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's 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 quite good. How like much said, does this cost? I bet a burger is four fifty. Oh, that's not bad. No, that's what I mean. That's so the good. ADP on this burger is low, and I think the value is quite high. Mm. So I'm I'm in on the Wawa burger. You want to know what I'm freaking out on? This is the this is the rant I wanted to go on. Landscapers, <sighs> dude, they are not cheap. Okay, they cost a lot to get on your property. I only have a landscaper get on my property for the real big jobs. I want them one time out in the fall to get rid of all those leaves and one time in the spring for all the branches and things that, you know, just clean me up in the spring, clean me up in the fall. I've had the same landscaper for over a decade. And over that decade, three, four, five times, I thought the guy either died, uh, closed up shop or moved away because he just ghosts me like because when he's busy. He doesn't want to come out. So I'm like, screw it. I'm done. I'm going to hire another landscaper. I call another landscaper. I leave a message. Three days later, he gives me a call. Three days later, he says, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so busy. You know, uh, I know what you mean. Blah, 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 blah. He goes, I'm going to come out Friday at 530. I'm going out Friday night. I have a busy weekend coming up, but I'm going to meet this guy at 530 because I just need a new landscaper. 530, 630, 730. No call. Never arrived. Oh, wow. Nothing. Make it worse. He calls me at 7.30 in the morning on Saturday morning. Now, I was up Saturday morning, but most people aren't. He called me at 7.30 in the morning. No message. No, I'm sorry. Just called me. Just called me at 7.30 in the morning. So I have no freaking clue if that guy wants to do my backyard or not. Landscapers freaking suck, dude. They make a ton of money. They rarely answer any of your calls. And one is just as bad as the other one. You move on to the next landscaper. It's just as bad. I feel like this was a safe flowers rant. Oh, I like the tie-in. No, it had nothing to do with flowers. More to do with weeds. Uh, no. Take, <laughs> just get rid of the flowers. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out on landscapers, and I'm in on Wawa cheeseburgers. So, so it was a tight end rant. <laughs> Again, my landscapers don't touch my tight end garden. That's you said the weeds. Yes, the weeds, absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the tight ends. Yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> like, pull them out. Been waiting too damn long. <laughs> All right. So if anybody has any advice for the feverish Fenero out in Philadelphia, we're looking oh, for please. some quality landscapers. Yes. Who communicate well. We need some kind of text message before the phone call. Yeah. Um, Thank and you. And if if you're going to call him, he's not going to answer the first time. You need to leave a message. He wants a message before the call. Yes. And not too early. You get me, Swags. And that was a perfect job description. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> so get at him. <laughs> get at your boy in Philly. <laughs> Some ADP, some ADP, who you in, who you out. So <laughs> that rant, that rant. <laughs> That's still got you stirring in your head. Well, so who's the Wawa burger? What do you mean? Who they, who is the Wawa burger? Oh, oh, you mean a parallel to the Wawa burger? Um, okay. I'll give you that. So we got lower 
ADP, which means the cost is lower, but the value is higher, that would be somebody you're in on. And that, for me, is going to be Josh Downs in the late second. I'm going there all day. I feel like he's fallen down to a nice, juicy spot. Dude, what what could stop him? What could prevent him from being the number two in this offense? And why are we all Alec allowed to Pierce? be? Pierce? Yeah, he's there. I'll but he take played- Alec Pierce. I'm taking the Alec Pierce and Richardson stack all day. That's fine. Cheap as nails. That would be your second possibility. I hear you. But Downs plays in the slot. He's a great contested catcher. And Anthony Richardson's going to need that, especially like maturing into a passer in the league. I think that Josh Downs is a starting slot wide receiver on this team that you're getting. And everyone's excited about Anthony Richardson. Everyone wants to be, you know, upside, upside, upside. But you you can't be excited about the wide receiver that he was drafted with. Can't be excited about that. You draft can capital. be if you want. I mean, nobody's saying you can't be. I think it's a late second. I'm not. I'm late not. second. Late second. So uh, that's I, I'm excited about it. I I I I I'm going to take Josh Downs in the late second all day. I'll stand on that one. I'm, I'm just. I mean, personally, like it just seems like another small fast guy that we're trying to have hit. I think that's why he's fallen a little bit. Yeah, it probably is. But again, I'm not talking about a first rounder here. Okay, yeah, but I, I get what you're saying, pick. sure. But so, Rasheed Rice or Zay Flowers? Oh, we're not doing Zay Flowers. <laughs> Josh Downs. You got Zay Flowers on the mind. I think I. Picked- well, I mean, they're all just the, the, they're all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but or Josh Downs. So Rasheed Rice or Josh Downs. I was checking in my. I was checking in the rookie draft we just uh, finished. Goats versus Bros to see if I had that choice. I didn't have that choice. Uh, Rishi uh, Rice went two eight to Swagzilla's team. I don't know who that is. And then Hyatt went after that. Taji Spears, Roshan Johnson at two eleven, and then I went Josh Downs at two twelve. And I was quite wow, happy so almost about it. almost in the third round. Yeah, but I, that's still a question. It's a hypothetical question. Which of those two wide receivers would you prefer? I'm, I'm not it's saying close. that your deal happened. You yeah. got him late in the second there, almost. I'll probably I'll probably go Rice because proven quarterback, better size, uh, equal. Well, maybe even a better opportunity. Probably does have a better opportunity. Yeah, so I'll go be- Rushy Rice. Between my Rice there, where I took him in that actual league now, and the players I took at that were taken after I took Rice, who would you take Downs over? Mm, any of these players after? Yeah. So I would take downs over Marvin Mims. I would take downs over Keishon Butte, Cedric Tillman, Zach Evans. Well, you're saying the players after him. The, I'm, I'm talking about the players between Josh Jones and my Rashid Rice. Well, it's, it's three slots. I would take him over right. Jalen Hyatt. Okay. Jalen Hyatt went right after you at 2 9. I and would then take Spears. Josh over Hyatt all day. Yep. Spears and then Rashawn Johnson. Roshan, I think I'd take Johnson over him. Yeah, I think I, I, I would get too. with Jan Spears and I think um, I would too. Spears, I feel like people are kind of looking for the Derrick Henry trade and who might replace it if that happens. Sure, just like Haskins last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit hesitant to pull the trigger on him. Plus, he has no ACL. Yeah, that's not. Well, that's he not won't good admit for, it. He won't admit it. Not good for longevity. No. So, I mean, I, I get what you're saying there, then, in that area. I'd, I'd probably agree with you on everybody there, including you saying you'd take Roshan Johnson probably over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. So, I can get with that. I see what you're saying. It, it is quite the fall. I still have I, I still have my concerns. So, what if I throw Tank Bigsby in there? 
Yeah, that's that's a great one to throw in there. Um, Tank is actually another player I'm in on at his ADP. Um, I got him at 302 earlier this month. And this one that we're looking at right here, he went 3-1. That's great value for Tank. I could absolutely see this being a 1-2 punch. Doug Peterson kind of digs doing that. Digs using multiple backs. I think that's why they drafted Tank. He could be an early down back, goal line back. Doesn't mean ETN is is dust. Just like I believe Walker is still a strong dynasty asset with the uh, with Charbonnet coming in. Yeah. But uh, but Tank, I I really dig because Charbonnet, you have to pick in the late first, maybe early second. Where here I can get Tank in as a third rounder. Um, and I'm not comparing the two talents. I'm just comparing the value. I, I'll just I'll skip out and let other people draft Charbonnet. I'm just not there yet. I, I could I could see that happening, but I, I'm just not. And the draft capital was great in the second round, but I'm just not. I believe too much in Kenneth Walker to to buy into Charbonnet at his price. So give me Tank Bigsby at uh, 212, 302 area. Yeah, I hear that. Good size back. Swagzilla size. <laughs> so kind of what I'm doing right now is like I'll look through my lineups, my rookie drafts, and um, – I'm not really I mean obviously like there's there's two sides to every trade but I'm not really looking at who do I want to buy but I'm kind of looking at like who do I want to get out of like who did I draft in my rookie drafts in that moment that maybe I don't feel as good about right now or I feel like somebody might feel better and um so that's kind of where I'm at in like my team building with rookies right now and is kind of like looking back and trying to get out of mistakes before they happen I've done a little bit of that over the years. Um, I don't do it as early as you do. Um, I think I'm done with all my Rondell Moore shares, for example. I think I've slowly gotten rid of those. And you're right. He's a good example of somebody where you can find in your league that's higher on than you are. And again, you were doing it earlier, so you're getting better value. But I do eventually come around. Um, And if I do, I still feel like I'm getting out at a decent price. I'm I'm not waiting too, too long. Like some people will um, because they drafted somebody high. They just hold and hold and hold. And then eventually they become Jalen Rager. So somebody I'm trying to get out of a little bit is Quinton Johnston. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm like, yeah, you know, like what is going to happen? And how long do I have to wait with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams? If I mean, with our luck, like Keenan Allen and Michael Williams will both have the healthiest combined seasons of their career. (laughs) And you're waiting like a year or two. Yeah. On Johnson, where I think like right now you can kind of get out and I like him, you know, and I like the landing spot. I'd like to pair him with Herbert. But if it's a I'm already like kind of going to the Herbert teams and thinking like, huh, maybe they want this stack. Maybe I can get out of Quinton Johnston right now. Um, an offer I sent out last night. We'll see if it's accepted, but was Cam Akers and a 2024 20, second for my Johnston. And um We'll see, but that's kind of the area I'm talking about, like what I'm trying to get back. Um, he's just one player that stood out to me that I was like, okay, you know, I was kind of in on this. I think it was my Herbert love, but then it's just kind of like, you know, I don't know. I got a question for you. Maybe some of our listeners have the same question, so uh, I'll, I'll ask it for them. Do you do you sometimes draft in that particular case? Like when you drafted Johnston, did you say, you know what, I can't pass up the perceived value of him right here, so I'm going to draft him, and I might keep him. I do still like him because of the Herbert connection, but people probably like him more, and I can probably get something that could help me today versus Quentin Johnson waiting two years. Um, 
just curious, like your mindset when you made that draft pick. This, was it like no? A most of the time, I uh, no, it wasn't really a regret, and I wouldn't even say it is now. I I like Johnston. I think that he could step up and be a wide receiver in that offense, especially being behind those two players. But I feel like at this point, there'll be an out before I can get back in cheaper. And I, I feel like just most people are really impatient up and through the season. And then all of a sudden, like, you'll have this impatient moment where people are selling players and they're getting attached to the all the players that they don't want. And then they start trying to move, like, the Hunter Renfros and Kyle Phillips and all those guys, like, way too late. They start to try to move them, like, after we're not interested anymore. They're like, oh, yeah. Sure. Um, but for me to answer your question, like, um, I think consensus is important. I think ADP is important. But I'm also aware of what it is. It's average depth perception. It's what most people think. It's not what everybody thinks. It's what most people think. And some people don't even think that. Some people are basing it off what most people think. <laughs> and they're not mm-hmm. – even You're if right. they think differently, they're trying to play a game as well. You're and right. they're like, well, I can probably get this guy here. I mean, you and I talk about this when we're making our own picks sometimes. Yep. And we just need somebody to go back and forth. You know, like, yep. I like this guy, but maybe he falls. Um for me, like more times than not, I I hate when like if let's use last night for example. Like if Devin Achain was probably the value choice that I should take, but Roshan Johnson was the guy I wanted. And I almost played the game, but then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be more disappointed if the guy I want goes versus the guy that's more valuable that I'm kind of pooping on sure. goes. So I'm going to get the guy I want right here and see if the value guy falls to me in Devin a chain. And when I say value, I mean the guy that is holding a little bit more dynasty stock right now. Yep. I'm fine. Most of the time, if you take Devin a chain and I don't want him, I'm just thinking like sweet one, one more guy fell to me that I would rather have. I love it when, People take the guys I'm talking crap about. Yeah, I mean, I don't even care. I'm never yeah. like, oh, I lost that value. I won't be able to make that trade. Yeah, I'm more just uh, you made one guy fall to me that I want. Like it's all about the mistakes you make are what build my team, <laughs> and uh, trusting everybody just enough to adhere to consensus. Um, but yeah, I never, I never really. I, I'd, I'd rather reach on my guys than now the draft I was referred to is Debbie depleted. It's way, way different. I showed you the pool I was dealing with and, and you know what I mean? Yeah. There's so, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I just don't give a shit. And, and I, I think I've kind of shown that over the years of podcasting that um, I'm willing to do whatever I want. <laughs> You yeah, because if if, uh, if you get caught up in ADP, average draft position, and you wind up having a draft where you're picking people you're supposed to draft as opposed to you're putting just your average. Se- yeah, right. So, and it, it is just average, right? So, like, when you're talking about, like, the, the, the mistake that I made or feel like I made, um, where I feel like A-Chain's being drafted too early. He's a, he's a late first-round pick. 
where Kendra Miller, where I did, I did ranks before I ever drafted a chain in any draft. I did ranks and I had Miller as, as number three. But when I was there and I was ready to push the button, I sat there and I thought a chain could have an immediate impact and put up some stats where I was afraid that Kendra Miller would get a lot less opportunity. We're, 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 we're just assuming, you know, that there's going to be a suspension. We're assuming that no other running back is going to be in this rotation. We're assuming that he's, you know, there's a lot of like chances for Kendra Miller to never really see the field or not see much of the field for to make us feel good about it. And that was the thing that switched me. I was just like, you know what? Everyone loves A-Chain. I like him. He's not like my RB10. I didn't boot him up to mm-hmm. three, you know. But I was just, there was something more exciting about that, even despite the size. But then later, you go through your process again, and you're like, you made the same mistake. You went with somebody you're su- supposed to pick there. That's the value. And you went with an outlier. Like, yeah. how many times on this show have we talked about how hard it is for a sub 200 running back to make it, let alone, this is the toughest part, last. Yeah. You have to make now, it end last. There, There is a narrative that Devin Achain does do everything you said. Yep. And like he hits in year yep. one, he has some appeal. Uh, he's already put on weight. He's even mentioned his weight and why he didn't try to put on weight in college. And, and then you go to Miller though, Kendry Miller and, I feel like the thing, and I know that you've switched on this since that draft, but I think I feel like the things that you mentioned that held you back for Miller in that moment were the same reasons yep. Elvin Kamara was a deal. Yep, I agree. Back in the day. Yep, and very analogous. And then you look at those things you call assumptions or opinions, and then you can just look at the facts, and Kamara wasn't the Kamara we wanted him to be last year. Correct. So he, he's a smaller guy who's taken had a lot of opportunities and I think that he slowed down a little bit as well. So they need somebody to compliment him. And I think that that'll be Miller. A chain's interesting though. Don't get me wrong. Like he's one of those players you could see, like he's fast. You could see him slotted up at times. Mm-hmm. So I think in PPR, like he could have, he could have some appeal. Definitely. But Kendra Miller, he could be like league winner appeal if it hits. Yeah. And 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 sustain that. Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, with A-Chain, like, I think there's always going to be a voice in the back of my head that says, should I sell right now? Because is he going to last? And then if he's hitting, am I going to sell? No. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, I do he's know. on my yeah. team unless I trade him right now. To your point, like you did that last week or the week before. Like, okay, we'll get rid of him now then. So what if you stick with my my running back by this this off season so far and what if you went for acres yeah just doesn't sound as fun to you does it like, yeah well acres yeah. has still got a nice age i just the acres thing man like the only i love the fact that um that the rams couldn't do anything but that's the part that's bothering me if they could have would they have i just i'm so nervous about that stuff that happened, the trade rumors with Cam, Cam calling out his coaches. Like, I just, that's the only thing. I love the talent. I really do. I I, I think Cam Akers has a good season because he's going to have a bounce back. I do. I just, I'm a little nervous about whatever happened there because it, it was, it was, it wasn't good. For, it wasn't a good look. And I'm just, I'm concerned, but I don't have to be concerned for 2023. And I love that about it. You know, so if I, if I still have that same concern or I, 
hear any rumors or rumbles, I could always get out because he's going to, you know, because like I said, I think he's going to have a good season. So I had yeah. that opportunity. I I'm like acquiring. Sure you're going to hear more news and rumbles, though. Like, yeah. I mean, look at how much, look how many years we had to hear Tua news mm-hmm. and rumors and rumbles. Sure. And it was all just beat writers making money off clicks. Yeah. You do have to worry about what time of year you're getting these rumbles for sure. If it's a downtime in the NFL year and you're just hearing all this crap, it doesn't really mean anything. I, the the in season stuff where he wasn't starting like that to me, he was is a lot coming more. off injury though. Yeah, there was other we stuff knew that. going on. There was other stuff going on. He was getting better. So you think the trade rumors were were just made up that the the team had no interest in getting rid of him? I think that he had more interest in leaving the team okay. than the that team had me. in getting rid of him, and that I think that me. that stemmed from his mental health in the moment coming off injury not being able to play as well i think that there's a lot of things that happen behind closed doors that we are never going to be pervy to and i think that you look at that timeline and how it matches up with injury and the feelings that he was having were more natural than we want to admit okay and we we aren't really empathetic towards these guys coming off injury or the time it takes or the mental toll that it takes. And these are running backs that we know use their legs. Like we see all the time, we 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 realize it took Barkley longer than it wanted us to. We realize it took McCaffrey longer than it wanted to. Now we're hoping it, it took Dobbins longer than we wanted to. We're, we got to do the same thing for Akers, but he tried to, he started to show it with the opportunity and how he held that load at the end of the season. They didn't get rid of him. They got rid of Daryl Henderson. You know, so now, yeah, I think that he's just fine. Yeah, Do I mean, I, I bought him in a league. they give him a contract or anything like that, and he's on that team forever? Um, who knows? But we also, how many years did we think Josh Jacobs was a piece of crap and that he was done? The Raiders won't have him. It's it's over. Oh, there was all, to your point, there was all kinds of uh, trade rumors in the preseason that, that, that just this past year where he blew up. There was like, oh, he's out there in a preseason game for a whole quarter. They're the showcase in them. Like, there was plenty yeah. of that. That's a good example, contrary to, you know, uh, to my point that I, I felt like there was dissonance between the coaching staff and the running back on this team and that the Rams had no draft capital and the Rams had no uh, money to do anything about that. They just made cuts. So for me, like that doesn't prove that they love Cam Akers. But again, I'm not down on there, Cam Akers. There's no I just news told you that- in saying Cam Akers is going to stay with the Rams. That it's one day and it's over. Create some drama and it's news for weeks. And it mm-hmm. it it uh, it does its echo chamber tricks. Like you hear so much as that like spreads because then people. But I don't know. It, it's what it, it's what they want your head to do. That's what that's what I think, man. <laughs> like, and uh, I think Acres is fine. Yeah, I mean, I just I just bought Acres in a league we're in, so I don't want to be like put on the other side of the fence with you. It's good for banter, mm-hmm. but you know I, that that that's a concern of mine. Yeah, no, I get it. I think I think he brought up injury. I don't know how many times in this discussion too. One could one could argue that he wasn't healthy his rookie season either. Yeah, does he hold up? I hope so. I hope so too. I, hope <laughs> I get what. So I'll, I'll do that trade in case we haven't mentioned it on the show. It was James Cook and DJ Chark for Acres, and it was immediately accepted. Man, I was feeling good about it. Makes you wish you had some James Cook, doesn't it, guys? <laughs> All right. What else you got? 
Um, all right, so two wide receivers that I'm getting pretty late in drafts that I, are finding their way on my teams. I know one of them is finding their way on your teams as well. Michael Wilson of the Cardinals and Xavier Hutchinson. Yeah, um, I've got some of both of them. Yeah, yeah, both those guys are finding their way onto my teams. We got Wilson or Xavier Hutchinson, rather. Um, he's a sixth rounder, so that that that's what you don't love, right? Michael Wilson's a third rounder, by the way, and you can get him um, pretty much in the same area you can get him. Yeah, like late third, early fourth-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason we like Xavier is we like the profile coming in, and we have Nico out there, Robert Woods, Mechie, and their third round pick, right? So, the, so they themselves liked uh, Nathaniel Dell or Tank better than Xavier Hutchinson. But I think we can all agree, third round, sixth round, Nico Collins, and aging Robert Woods, all these guys, it's kind of an open, you know, competition, I would say. Now, I'm not going to give it to a sixth round rookie. I'm not going to do that. But just because it's so wide open for me, I like Nico, but I don't think Nico's the number one. I don't think Robert Woods is there past this year. Um, and then again, Xavier Hutchinson is a fourth or fifth round pick in your rookie drafts. Good yeah. size, really nice size, wide receiver size you want to see. Those and are those areas got, you shouldn't even be expecting much. Yeah, excellent. And if point. it happens, yep. it's the, yep. and I think that the names you mentioned, when I'm in that area, I don't know. It's hard to create narratives for too many other people. That's a really good point because what I, I actually I want to dwell on that. Like You do at this point create narratives for every single player down yeah. here. I started picking up, and these are some other players, really late. Like, if you have rookie drafts with fifth-round picks and you're in a super flex, I'm picking up these these fourth- and fifth-round QBs and yeah. taking the dart throw because I'm making a narrative for Clayton Toon and saying, you know what, man? <laughs> he could start week one. I have Jaron Hall. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins, this is his last year. And then I go Jake Hayner. And, like, I go on and on. I'm like, you know what? The one thing with those QBs, at least, is I'll know after this year whether they should be on my team or not, pretty much. Or Xavier Hutchinson and Wilson, you might have to hold a lot longer. And, and I mean, even like, I mean, we've mentioned even Stetson Bennett on the show Uh and some of those other guys. And even, like you say, after year one, you'll know whether they belong on your team or not. But the thing is, like, some of those guys, it just takes... Kurt Cousins or Stafford missing a week or two and just getting, getting like a earlier third for that fourth round pick you spend on these guys. Yeah, that's and, just, and most likely that's what you're doing. Yes, yeah, I agree. I mean, you're probably not getting Brock Purdy success that late, right. but um, coming from me, I still think Brock Purdy's a sell and you could prosper. Honestly, like I, I was surprised by some of the trades I made selling Brock Purdy last year. Yeah, you did that nice and early. That was the time to do it. There was a pretty narrow window on that because I tried to do it just a couple weeks after you did and was pretty unsuccessful. They probably heard us on the show. (laughs) Probably heard us. Give me some – I know this is something that you'll probably fight me on a little bit because he's small, but maybe not because he's in the fourth round. Give me a little Deuce Vaughn in the late fourth. No, yeah, I get that in the late fourth like that too because, I mean, we we joked about that I think last week. Like (laughs) – why take Devin a chain when you can get Deuce Vaughn for free? Yeah, he is free. So, no, I get that. Like, he's Quite a small free. back. and But, I mean, at that point, he's in that same area we were just talking. Like, I totally get it. He's usually not there in that quite that area. Like, I feel like somebody else took him. Like, right before you get an opportunity in the fourth? Yeah. 
and then you're just kind of like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's the that's the benefit to the people that you're like writing a narrative for. <laughs> you're like you're weaving this like complicated story, and then when they get drafted right before, you're like, okay, that wasn't going to happen anyway. <laughs> yeah, like even even with Michael Wilson, who I feel like he's been one of my guys. I've tried to get in that that area too and then you're kind of like okay i'm gonna go in and take him and you're like oh he's gone like huh okay i'll just take xavier hutchinson (laughs) kind of you know like yep yeah 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 it it pays to have a few guys which is why we do an episode like this right we're giving you some names that that we're looking towards in our own leagues or making these moves ourselves deuce ball went four five Mm -hmm. in uh in a draft with uh with swags and i and swags did not have a fourth rounder so i think the move is really does start like moving up before yeah. your rookie drafts, if you still can, mm-hmm. and to not do it in a greedy way, like Fenero just said, I think four oh five. Yep. So put a four oh five with your two oh six and try to move up to two oh four. And you know what I mean? Like, don't try to move up to two oh one. Try to yeah. move up to two oh four. Nobody cares about your fourth round pick when you're <laughs> trying to move up ten spots. <laughs> I, I give two shits. Like, you have to think of every rookie pick. And it, it gets more spread out the further you go, but it every rookie pick is ten to thirty picks in actual ADP with all of your players, and we group those together like like Gibbs and Bajan Robinson are back to back in ADP. They're just the closest running backs in your rookie drafts. But even there, you know, when you go from like one hundred one to one hundred four, you're probably talking like. 30 to 60 spots in actual ADP, like 30 to 60 players between that. So if you can move up in your rookie draft from a 206 to a 204, you're moving up like 40 spots in average depth position. And I think that that's what we we don't really see because you're just like, yeah, why would I only want to move up two spots? He might mess up his pick. But really, like in that area, like if mm-hmm. you can move up two spots, get your guy, mm-hmm. and who cares who they take at four oh six? Like I'm, I'm happy to get out of the rookie draft. Yeah, I don't I know use, if you agree with that. Like I do. The sleepers and seeing if somebody falls, but I think too often we're like it's only two spots. I agree with you. I I moved up two spots in this league uh, from the one twelve to the one ten. And it's because I wanted to share a Dalton Kincaid and, mm. you know, like I, you know, that that's, that's rich, but I don't feel like I gave up much. I gave up Jarek McKinnon and the one twelve. Yeah. Move up those two spots and get right. my guy to your point. Yeah. I love so, it. Yeah. And I just, I'm, I'm really excited about that pick. And he probably wasn't gonna, nah. he probably wasn't gonna fall nah. to one twelve. Even he might have, you will never know, but. Tough to say. Yeah. Missing out on that is not worth Jarek yep. McKinnon to me. That's why I brought it up. I, I brought it up because you kind of you've hit on this twice now. Where it's like, do you like last week we hit on it a little bit where people were giving up like a two hundred two and a two hundred three for like two thirds, and we're like, don't be stupid. Nah, Same thing here. Don't do stupid shit. <laughs> don't do stupid shit. Same thing here. It's like you know, if two spots and you can get your guy. Think about startup ADP. Think about uh, what it will feel like if you lose them. When you talked about your other draft you were in, like oh. Okay, I could go with who I'm supposed to go with here or the guy I want here because I'm going to be more hurt if I lose him and wait. I don't want to lose him and wait. I'm just going to pick him here. Screw ADP. Yeah, Yeah, so this all kind of ties together. Um, And I think it's good advice because I think it's really easy to get caught up in rookie fever. It's really uh, easy to get caught up in who you're supposed to pick. A lot of these guys are really close to one another for a lot of different analysts, for a lot of different fantasy football players. Get your guy. 
So let's sure. let's swing to a chain. Let's try to do this really quick because we've mm-hmm. talked about it maybe too much for the listeners. But mm-hmm. I'm curious, like somebody like him, what is his seasonal ceiling? Not weekly, like those good weeks in best ball, but his seasonal ceiling. Year one or career? Let's say year one in career. I mean, year one's probably going to ish be his best year. Ish be his best year. <laughs> uh absolute ceiling would be like miles sanders rookie year so probably like rb 27 i'm guessing it was like like under it was like under um a thousand yards rushing it was like 800 something high end rb3 but then he had like 500 he had 500 uh receiving so like an rb3 something like that yeah it's good i'm not saying you don't need those as as deep as our rosters go but that's probably his ceiling sounds about right with maybe like a boom week in there to get people excited and maintain yeah. value. Yeah. No, that I think if you're being fair, ceiling's always tough, right? Because like when you say ceiling, it's just like, is that the, the best he could do? What if he had 10 touchdowns in that amount of time? Well, that's going to boost him up to RB2. Um, but yeah, I think if we're being real, that's probably an R, uh, like a high-end RB3 is probably a ceiling. Yeah, for his rookie season. A lot would him. have to happen for him to have um, that Philip yeah. Lindsay season. I agree. Where, where I think Lindsay at times was RB8. Oh, yeah. RB9. Oh, yeah. Beat out Royce RB... Freeman. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Which is still crazy to me. But then but then still, even with that success, Lindsay's pretty much out of the league. I know. It's crazy how that works. But it, it does seem to go that way a lot. So, hmm, hmm, hmm. Trying to think here. So... Well, okay. One thing that has surprised me, and it's probably me wanting um, more Gibbs than I can get a hold of. But one thing has surprised me is seeing Gibbs go over Addison and JSN. Like I thought that those guys would probably be the wide receivers would probably be a little bit more popular after the quarterbacks in Superflex. But you see Gibbs a lot of times going 104 to 106 before those wide receivers. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I would do, too, to be fair. But I didn't think that's what everybody else would do. So I thought I would be able to get more Gibbs. This doesn't really fit our show topic. But I think people forgot about David Montgomery. Yeah, um, they are. They are probably a little blind. They're putting blinders on. I agree. They they uh, keep hearing over and over again. I was like, oh, he's the Jamal Williams role. It's just like that's nah, not really how he plays. Like, yeah, I I hear you. I think what people are the blinders that I'm referring to. I think what those are is twelfth overall pick. That's what put the blinders on. Yeah. That, that no one sees anything now because if you value a player that much where he's the 12th best player in the entire draft, then you're going to use the shit out of him. Yeah. And maybe you didn't know you were going to get him. Maybe you thought there was no way he would fall. Maybe, and I know this sounds blasphemous, maybe Detroit had him number one RB. I doubt it. But you know what I mean? Like there could be a world where they're just going to use him. And, yeah. and Montgomery's there for depth now. It wasn't the original plan, but they were lucky and happy to get him at 12 because they thought he was that great. Again, we can go back to the size. We can go back to the possible outlier that he has to be. And the fact that Dave Montgomery's not going to not play. Yeah. <laughs> He's there. So, like, Gibbs better be good. <laughs> it's okay for a team to love you coming in, but you better be good. Because I would say, like, win. going back to even Roshan Johnson, Roshan Johnson, I would say that he is he has the potential i hate all the words i'm using right now <laughs> that's okay 
he has the potential to be a value. That's like that's oh, what yeah. people say when they they absolutely don't want to be wrong about something. Yes. It's like no, I said potential, and I said to be a value. <laughs> And so I wasn't wrong. It was just my process. Right, right, I'm right, right. fine tuning. But potential is basically for things that have done nothing yet. Mm-hmm. And value is just a number we try to put on things. But I feel like this is the longest freaking way to get to this question. I'm still following <laughs> you so far, though. So I'm still hopefully, with you. Hopefully everybody else is. I'm right on the edge of my seat, though. I feel like you've come around in the last week versus like our Herbert and Johnson talk we were having last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Um, I'm still worried about Herbert, but Roshan is getting, I know it's just rookie camp and we just got done talking about not getting out of hand here, but the way the, the what I heard specifically that I, that I really liked was how the hell was he available in the fourth round? Like, like that to me, got got me a little bit more interested and I sat there and I thought about it a little bit more and I'm like, why would you not use Roshan on first and second down? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just he's the more prototypical back at that size. And then I'm like, was he hidden in a Texas offense? What is he like is he really good? Like his production and, and, profile doesn't say that because he was behind the best running back in football. But I'm starting to buy in, man. Like Especially it or not, the Herbert never made a ton of sense to either of us. This is true. I'll give and you that. now, just because David Montgomery's gone, that that didn't change anything for me. Right. If he had, if Chicago, um, if Chicago had drafted him even in the third round, I'd be that much more in. Fourth round running backs scare me. It's that it's that uh, that Mason Dixon line for me. But this is also a deep class, right? So maybe the teams were like, we don't need. Like maybe they liked a couple players down here. Maybe they like Tank as much as Roshan, and they're like, kind of what we do in our rookie drafts. I'll wait. So maybe if it's a deeper class, maybe the fourth round is a little richer than 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 history would say. But that was my concern, you know, the fourth round pick. But Herbert was like what? Herbert was later than that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Miles and, Sanders' and really, rookie season, by the way, uh, was a little better than we both thought. Um, he was RB15 that season. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty that's, good. That's pretty good. Yeah, 800 rushing and 500 receiving. Somebody I'm out on at ADP. Is Jonathan Mingo? Yeah, I saw. I was I was kind of hinting toward that last that week about myself. I was hinting towards that last week. The production profile is really low on Mingo, but that draft capital is ridiculous. Early second is yeah. kind of what makes you like turn your head, which is why he's being drafted there. But I didn't see him do it in college. Yeah, and then <laughs> you know? he had like I think it was the combine, right? Yeah, exactly. No, um, yeah, that in uh, I think I think he also might have been in the Senior Bowl. I think he showed up pretty well yeah. there. But yeah, no, I hear you, dude. Yeah, at, at ADP, I'm out on Mingo too. I don't have him on a single team. I have zero. Yeah, and I I don't want any. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Where the A chain, like I don't mind having a share in case that does pop. Mingo, I just kind of feel like okay, like, kind of like you said earlier in the show. Yeah. Okay, you draft Mingo, push push some other guys I want down. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you're probably <laughs> going to see a lot of like Bryce Young and Mingo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like love this off season yep. it's you're probably going to think you want that stack yep i i don't i think i would just want to try to get out whenever i could yeah it's just it's the price again for me you know if he's a late second i'm back in but he's uh he's 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 early second I, i've actually seen him creep up a little higher than than the 2322 that i see him in this draft in so yeah i'm kind of out as well another player 
um, I'm out on, and I think I think you might concur is Zay Flowers. Um, I know that we have you know just all kinds of people telling us that Baltimore is going to throw the shit out of the ball. I think even uh, Lamar said, "Let me have 600 attempts this year." That's never going to happen. I feel like we fall for this every single year. Will they pass more? Probably. Can Lamar Jackson get it to them? I don't know. Uh, you know, and Zay Flowers is joining kind of a crowded wide receiver room. I mean, they've been there a lot longer. I, I just I just feel like he's a top 10 pick in in your rookie draft. And that, that's the problem. It's not that I don't like Zay Flowers. It's not that I don't think he can't have a ceiling of, of Hollywood Brown in this offense. I think that's possible. And I think that's why he's where he is. But 110 is just too rich for me. I'm just out on Zay Flowers at that price. Yeah. I'll, let, I'll let somebody else draft him as well. No, I agree. And at that point, you might as well have Josh Downs in the Colts offense with the without Lamar. Yep. Honestly. Uh, significantly later. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm with you there, man. Yeah. It feels right. Um, and, you know, we'll be wrong about half of this and we'll be right about the other half. And, you know, you guys stay tuned to Rookie Fever because we're going to track them throughout their entire rookie season. And it'll be fun, man. I can't wait for the first time that we do our top 12 and and, and, who, and see who's in there. There's always surprises. And, um, you know, we're going to have like a couple months to speculate and do all our fun shows of speculation. But then yeah, we we're going to keep digging in more, keep mm-hmm. you guys updated. We'll bring on some guests. Yeah. Panero's going camping. I am all packed and ready to go. At Artbark TV is out of here. <laughs> With love. Follow him on Twitter. I am at SwagAzilla0G. You can follow me if you want to. Follow at Rookie Fever. Five star review the show. Um, do we have any more Rookie Fever eliminators? There's every. We're in our done? we're in our fifth one right now. Is um, that drafting? Did I not? It is drafting. Yes. Oh, I should probably make sure I clicked that invite. <laughs> what round are we in? Uh, I'd have to look. Oh, actually, I have it. I have it um, open in case you asked me oh that question. Goodness. Let's see where we're at. Let me find this. Five. I have all of them open. Five. We are at 307. Nice. Moving along. We got Rasheed Rice at 301. Uh, 110 and 201. We got Rashawn Johnson and Devin Aching. Nice. Yeah. So we got a little. A little bit of power in the first three that's rounds. That's Finero drafting that one. I, I if you guys didn't catch on, I'm like, oh, we're that's we're doing it now. No, that that's that's us. <laughs> um, looking for it. Damn, I will get in there. Get in there. Busy week as usual. Yeah, but I'll hop in there, man. Those have been a lot of fun, man. We they've just been filling up. I'm I'm humbled by the amount of people that want to. Get in those rookie fever drafts with feverish and I have been a ton of fun. Shout out to everybody from Fantasy Cares who's helping put that crap together. I can't imagine what you're all putting into it. Exactly. Code Fever, campuscanton.com, code fever at dynastynerds.com. Like I said, he's at Artbark TV. I'm at Swagzilla Zero G. We are Rookie Fever and we Bye.
has got the fever That is something you all know Fever isn't such a new thing Fever started long ago now Got the one-on-one scouting is never done This stupid throw and run I told you anyone Size and speed just unreal Landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this break out A full rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he put his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend Now we get a fever When we kiss it Fever without blaming you Fever Fever, 